This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. I am Dustin Gold, and you are listening to Payne.tv slash gold. All right. This is important. This is very, very important. I'm going to provide this information to you in the best way as possible, folks. I'm really, really trying to connect everything and be able to explain it and tell the story here because I've gone through, I'm, I'm not even kidding you, over the last two or three days, I think I've read over 500 pages. Uh, in between everything else I'm doing, a lot of that stuff I'm not even weaving into these shows. I'm just taking notes. I'm trying to put it all together. I don't know. I'm thinking at some point maybe we do a couple-hour documentary on this, try to tie it all together, but I have a lot more to um, to absorb and a lot more to put together and a lot more to try to understand before I'm able to do that. But you say to yourself, okay, 1934, these guys write this technocracy study course and they have that whole section there, lesson seven on the human engine, totally devaluing and dehumanizing people. No value to you other than the uh, work that you put back into the system. And, and as we go through this more, you're going to understand more about the work schedules and how the system works and the different quadrants and all that, folks. It's all very, very interesting. And the whole purpose is to then tie that in to what's going on today and then the plans for 2030 and 2050. So that way we have a very clear understanding of exactly what it is these folks are building and then that will allow us to talk about solutions. And so just so so you know, I had a conversation with uh, Wide Awake Jim yesterday and when we're all done dissecting Bank for International Settlement, CBDC, UBI and all that other stuff, we're going to do a show on solutions we talked about this and i and i'm gonna probably maybe dedicate hopefully an entire week solutions week and i'm gonna have jim on and he's gonna talk about what he's doing in his personal life using cash going analog uh stuff like that i'm gonna have hopefully legal man on we'll go into more depth on jury nullification i'll have maria albanese on i'll have mike moore on uh, I'll get everybody from our little community over here in Paniac land, and we'll do a whole week on solutions. And then what I want to present for the final uh, week, not the final solution, folks, the final solution is what they're uh, getting ready to roll out on us. But what I want to do for that final week or the final show in that series is try to get all those guys on like a panel discussion. And I want to talk about this big idea I have, which is basically this huge breakaway civilization homestead. Uh, and then we'll, so we'll talk about real solutions, uh, basically how the hell we exit this system. Uh, but I, I want to point this out to you. Okay. This is very important now. 
I just want to get that in there about the solutions so you guys know we're always trying to tie this back to solutions. But um, you're going to say to yourself, all right, so Howard Scott publishes this. They completely dehumanize uh, people. They devalue the human. They come up with a rating system. They call us inefficient human engines, basically machines, robots, animals, whatever you want to call it. How the hell were these guys going to be able to put this into action? Uh, Were they going to do this by gunpoint? Were they going to run political candidates? Although Peter Thiel has a few of these guys running under him now, Blake Masters and J.D. Vance. Were they going to run candidates openly on the technocracy platform? How exactly was this going to be done? And so there's a document I came across here. Uh, Let me just look real quick. It says, hold on, I've got to actually save my fine, but I need to be able to read this. It says, this document written by Howard Scott is the definitive source of information on the the technocratic movement. That movement basis is found in the technocracy study course. That's what we were just going over. It is open source material. This file is an informative glimpse behind the scenes into the basis and origins of technocracy. This is an original unedited document by Technocracy Incorporated. The file was re-presented in September 2007 in Technocracy Incorporated CHQ. Okay, And so this document here, it says it's 1965. It says, History and Purpose of Technocracy. This pamphlet consists of an exchange of letters between Director and Chief of Technocracy, Inc., Howard Scott, and J.K. Faulkner, which was thought to be of interest to the public and was the first Uh, was first published in the Northwest Technocrat of July 1965, number 220, along with two articles referred to in Howard Scott's letters. J.K. Faulkner, assistant professor of economics at Western Washington State College, Bellingham, Washington, while researching for a Ph.D. in economics, had first contacted various sections of Technocracy, Inc. in the Northwest before writing his first letter to Howard Scott. Howard Scott's careful and complete response to Faulkner's questions contain information about technocracy's history and purpose that is useful to a better understanding of technocracy. The scourge of politics in the land of manna and political schemes and industry, ironically enough, are a repudiation of the political objectives of the IWW publication in which they were published and politics and other forms. But more important, the articles perceived the pattern of things to come, the advanced engineering concepts which have since become technocracy, the future design of social operations for North America. All right, and it says right here, this was uh, from Howard Scott. Ba, 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 ba. All right, so now I am going to go down this. Um, this is a 27-page document. There's some more stuff I'm going to pull from this and show you. But right now, because we just talked about the human engine, and I told you about the energy certificates, and I started to tease what I'm going to talk about with transportation, personal property, and other such things within the technique. You say to yourself, well, how are these guys going to actually put this sort of system into effect, right? Well, it says right here, in question number eight, and this is Howard Scott replying to Faulkner. It says, in question number eight, you state there were some reports that technocracy had in mind the use of physical force, Chicago, 1933, to accomplish their goal. 
We know of no such meeting in April of 1933 in Chicago. It did not exist. There has never been any statement from technocracy that force was ever contemplated. All right. This is coming from Howard Scott in 1965. He's responding to this Faulkner guy about alleged uh, physical force that would be used to uh, implement technocracy. Scott says, we have stated at the very beginning, we would never ask the public of this continent to engage in either ballots or bullets. That's very important. We have stated at the very beginning, we would never ask the public of this continent to engage in either ballots or bullets. That has always been our basic proposition. Technocracy Incorporated is not a political party. It does not run candidates for political office, nor does it accept for membership anyone who is a member or officer of any political party, right, left, or center. All right? So they're making this statement, and you would have to say to yourself, well, what is uh, technocracy? And I'm, I'm going to finish this answer because it's all very important, folks. Remember, they're selling the idea of creating this social system, this mechanism, but they're saying they'll do it without firing a shot or electing one candidate. So we want to go through this, and this is going to tie into a piece of an interview that Howard Scott did that I'm going to show you from another publication that will explain to you how they were planning on actually implementing this system. And when I say they, I'm not talking about Howard Scott or M. King Hubbard or any of the other folks that we'll get into in episode 84. I'm talking about whoever's behind them. Okay, this was a white paper. Technocracy Inc. was a giant white paper on the governing system that was going to be moved into place. I believe the system that we are living under today. All right, let's just go back to this document here. I'm going to pull it up on the screen for you. This is the technocrat. Uh, New magazine, uh, RD, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so this is uh, Construct the New America. This was a magazine that the Technocracy Incorporated put out. And this one here, I think, was from 1937. This is President Vito's Hydrology, Technology, Convention, and Ethics, Scott Tour Underway. And I'm just going to come down here to page uh, three. And it says, what is technocracy? Now, I've downloaded, I think, all of these magazines. But this is published in 1937. It says, what is technocracy? The advance of technology on the North American continent through the ever-increasing use of extraneous, other-than-human energy is bringing about the first major social change in history. So the advance of technology on North American continent through the ever-increasing use of extraneous energy is bringing about the first major social change in history. Technocracy is not agitating for this change. It is preparing for it. Ready? This is what technocracy is in their words, and you'll find this throughout many of the documents. I think I've actually probably explained this to you in the earlier stuff from 1933, but it says, technocracy is the science of social engineering, the scientific operation of the entire social mechanism to produce and distribute goods and services to the entire population of this continent. For the uh, first time in human history, it will be done as a scientific, technical, engineering problem. There will be no place 
for politics or politicians, finance or financiers, rackets or racketeers. All right. And I've read that to you before. But now we understand when it says it's an entire social mechanism to produce and distribute goods and services. Well, how are they producing the goods? Well, by enslaving everybody and making you work within that system. We already know that now. And how are they distributing the goods? Well, you're getting energy certificates that have a value based on the amount of energy exerted to produce the goods that you're producing in the factory, by the way. You work in Santa's workshop making the goods, and then you're going to get these energy certificates. Everyone is equal. You can't roll them over. You can't save them. And you're going to use those to buy the goods from the factory that you worked inside of. So it's a control system. They call it a social mechanism. But it says here, technocracy is the science of social engineering. The scientific operation of the entire social mechanism and um uh, so it's it's actually the two parts right that they're talking about which is the science of social engineering and the scientific operation of the entire social mechanism to produce and distribute goods and services to the entire population so what we're getting into here with this question eight folks now that you know exactly what their original sort of mission statement was, that came from 1937, but that goes back to the beginning, the 1933, and that would actually roll back into the group that they had prior to Technocracy, Inc. They operated really just under the name Technocracy. That was short-lived because Howard Scott got in a fight with the guy he founded that with. We'll get into that later. But I'm going to show you now, when they talk about social engineering, exactly how they're going to do this, because what they say in this interview from 1965, or this letter back and forth, this correspondence between Howard Scott and the person who wrote him the letter, this guy looking to get his PhD, specifically says, we will fire no ba- uh, bullets and we will cast no ballots. We're not running political candidates. Okay, well then how do you get this form of governance into practice? How does that actually happen? And so I'm going to show you that right after the break. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. I will fire no bullets and I will cast no ballots over this short break. You are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard and this is pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. I am Dustin Gold, and you are listening to Pain.tv slash gold. Folks, join us over there. Pretty soon, I'm going to be more active over there. I'm going to get a group going on solutions. And a group going on this technocracy stuff, I'm going to post all of these documents eventually in the written form. I told you I'm going to start recording them too. I sent over uh, to Mike yesterday and asked him about um, creating a, a basically a third tier inside of the pain.tv slash gold world in between the basic and the hot wire where you'll be able to get the audio books that I start making uh, off of all these documents. But I'm going to also post the PDFs and everything inside of pain.tv slash gold. So this way you could download them. Let's disseminate them, share them with your friends so these don't get lost and buried and erased from the internet. 
And this way, you can start digging through this, and maybe some of you guys want to become experts in certain areas. Uh, we'll basically form our own technocracy. No, you, you could become experts in certain areas, then come on the show like Jim did and present all of the information. I just had a friend of the show reach out to me on text. I didn't have a chance to get back to him. He's actually writing a thesis, I think, right now for his PhD, and he said that he just changed his PhD, and now he's going to be dissecting Peter Thiel, Curtis Yarvin, all that new right fascism, techno-fascism that we talked about. And he's going to be tying that into technocracy. So I'm honored because this guy is a very accomplished person, folks. And so he finds value in this, understanding this system. So hopefully, eventually, he's going to come on the show. He was supposed to about a month ago to talk about Marxism. And then I don't know what happened. So we'll see if we can get him on. All right, let me get back to this document because there's a lot left to cover here. I want to tie this all in for you. So they devalue human life. They tell you you're worthless. You'll never provide enough work back into the system based on the amount of energy that you actually consume, so you're useless to them. How are they going to get something like this into practice? Well, let me back up a paragraph. It says, this is Howard Scott again in 1965. We have stated at the very beginning we would never ask the public of this continent to engage in either ballots or bullets. This has always been our basic proposition. Technocracy Inc. is not a political party. It does not run candidates for political office, nor does it accept for membership anyone who is a member or officer of any political party, right, left, or center. Voting is not construed as a, as a membership in a political party. Technocracy Inc. is in the nature of a membership organization, of social consultants. Its basic concepts and design are really an attempt to found a science of geomechanics, a science of how to operate large areas of the Earth's surface beneath and above. United States has an excess of 12 billion horsepower of installed prime movers in use today. Now, let me just explain that. So what he is saying in 1965, this is five years before he died, this was basically 46 years into his work, his body of work on technocracy. He started working on this stuff in the 20s, formed a couple different groups, eventually had Technocracy Incorporated in 1933 that ran until his death in 1970. But as he says right there that its concepts and design are really an attempt to found a science of geomechanics, a science of how to operate large areas of the Earth's surface beneath and above. So what he's admitting to right there was this was not going to be run as a political movement. People were not going to vote for this. As he says, there will be no ballots cast, and they weren't going to force this on people at gunpoint. And this is what I keep telling you guys. See, it's all coming together for me now. They are not going to roll in here with the United Nations Army or turn the U.S. military against the people and use guns to corral you into FEMA camps. No, they developed this science on how to run the entire country, the entire continent, the entire globe. That's what this science is. But you're not going to vote it into power. You are not going to be forced into it by gunpoint. They are just implementing this science into the various nation states' governments, respective governments, and this is now the social mechanism, the operating system of the world in which you live. It's a social system. 
And that's how they got it in because you didn't vote for it. They didn't tell you what this was. Did you vote to have your businesses shut down during COVID land, the high school theater production? Did you vote to have to wear a mask in the grocery store? Did you vote to be forced under false pretenses to get the uh, fake mandated vaccine when you were mandated by the so-called private sector or by government agencies or government contractors? No, you didn't vote for this. They worked the system into practice. Let's read the rest of his methodology here, and then I'm going to go to an interview that he did, and you're going to see exactly how Uh, It's something I mentioned earlier when I first introduced you to technocracy, but now I'm going to expand on it, and I'm going to show you exactly how they did this, how they moved this science into practice. And eventually, I will show you the beginning of when this science got introduced into our current lifestyle uh, through Franklin Roosevelt and the New Deal. That was the very beginning, as far as I could see right now. Uh, a lot of this did start to happen, though. you got to remember, under the progressive era, that would be Woodrow Wilson, Theodore Roosevelt, the founding of the Federal Reserve in 1913, the income tax, the IRS, that all plays into this. That's the beginning of the social conditioning needed for one to move into this system willingly, folks. Willingly. So you create scenarios like the Great Depression, a run on the banks and everything else to be able to then introduce Social Security, that the government is going to take a piece of your money, they're going to save it, invest it for you, and then you're basically going to have a guaranteed government pension. Well, to get this to be part of the system, we're not going to force you at gunpoint, although there's always the threat of that. We are going to make you get a Social Security number. Well, the Social Security number is very much detailed in the energy certificate document we reviewed from 1938 but that goes back to 1933 or earlier so the idea for the social security number was already written about in the technocracy inc documents before social security was introduced in 1936 at least three years earlier well you'd say to yourself did anyone on technocracy inc or coming out of technocracy inc have to campaign under a technocracy inc party No, they weren't advocating that. They were saying they were building the science for how to control an entire continent, both everything above ground and below ground, right? That's what it says. That's what it says right there. Basic concepts and design are really an attempt to found a science of geomechanics and a science of how to operate large areas of the Earth's surface beneath and above. Right, So that's all they did. They developed the science. The the energy certificate is the science. Then someone else introduced it, FDR. So you didn't know about it. You didn't know it came from technocracy. They developed the methods of control, this social mechanism. It goes on to say only 7% of that 12 billion are in use in all manufacturing, mining, railroading, and central stations. Talking about the 12 billion horsepower of installed prime movers in the U.S. today. All right, only 7% of that 12 billion are in use in all manufacturing, mining, railroading, and central stations. Approximately 93% are in automotive vehicles. If the amount of percentage of prime movers in use in all production and physical distribution were doubled, there would be 20 million adult human beings in the United States who would no longer be required in the production and distribution of so-called physical wealth in these United States. It wasn't Marxian communism. 
that stopped the advance of the fascist armies of Western Europe in Russia from 1941 to 1945. It was the application of modern technology to their productivity and military equipment. They lost 10 years in their doctrine, uh, schismatic conflicts within their party and their administration. If they had the advantage of 10 years of planned technology, one could only contemplate that their technology would have been so effective that there would have been no fascist residue left to stir up other conflicts in all of Western Europe. So you see now, this is Howard Scott explaining to the person he's writing this letter to why there would be no need for physical force, for bullets. Understand human turmoil and hand tools from at least uh, Hammurabi's time, about the 19th century BC down to the present time, the annual increment of physical production under human toil and hand tools was so small that it required a century to uh, amortize the principle and interest of any major debt. Therefore, without technology, there would be no possibility of any social renovation, only a uh, perpetuation of human toil and hand tools. The capital reinvestment rate under human toil and hand tools occurred once in a century. Today in the United States, we have technological, a technological equipment that, if operated at 75% capacity or more, will amortize out its total indebtedness in five and a quarter weeks. Technocracy Inc., uh, five and a quarter weeks, thereby rendering possible a capital reinvestment rate of 964 times in a century. Technocracy Inc. has seen the need for designing the operating system in any social mechanism of tomorrow when the total number of energy-consuming devices compels the reorientation of the entire operating factors of a continent-wide social system. All right. Do you understand what he's talking about here? So he's talking about all this equipment, all this industrial equipment that's out there, right? And now what you need is basically these uh, technocracy overlords to oversee this, and we can make the whole entire system much more efficient, folks, much more efficient. Again, Technocracy Inc. has seen the need for designing the operating system in any social mechanism of tomorrow when the total number of energy-consuming devices compels the reorientation of the entire operating factors of a continent-wide social system. Now, remember, we covered in a past episode where Howard Scott was talking about that the scientists and the engineers were responsible for the industrial boom, which we're going to eventually talk about that as well, and therefore, the industrial boom had created a problem, which was now machines putting people out of work. So although we should have created this abundance system, we should have left the price system, the scarcity system, went into the abundance system, let the scientists and engineers produce all the goods, give them all the natural resources, let them produce all the goods, be in charge of everything, so that we could feed all the people that we were putting out of work by the inventions we created in the industrial era. And so now he says, and this is going to be a theme throughout many of his interviews and documents that we uh, analyze here, is that he says, we created the problem, now let us be the solution to the problem. So we created the machines, now people are addicted to the machines, 
So now we're putting people out of work because the machines produce all these goods. Now we're having a boom in uh, people. You know, we're going to face overpopulation, starvation. So we created this massive problem. Now let us be the solution to the problem. Let us take it over. Let us run the science behind the social mechanism. And how are we going to get there? How are we going to get the people on board with this? Through casting ballots through firing bullets no we're going to socially engineer them into the system but everything i just explained to you is part of the social engineering the industrial boom leading to all these problems and then offering these solutions is actually all part of the social engineering this is how you engineer a society how you walk them onto the cattle car without ever having to point a gun at their head and tell them to get onto the cattle car we are reading about the science behind the system that we live in. They utilized the current form of government, the current political structure, to bring in the new science. All right, There's a whole theory behind how they use all these populist candidates of today, Donald Trump, Bolsonaro, all these different folks out there, to then usher in the technocratic system under the guise of this populist message that the outsider like trump is actually fighting against the system when in fact he's helping usher in the new system you see folks it's very complicated and we're going to break this down over the next several episodes for you when i get back let me finish up this correspondence so then i can show you the interview where howard scott explains in very simple terms exactly how they can social engineer the world's population right into the technocracy right under the order of the technate without the people even realizing that it's being done they gladly accept it ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold accept this we're going on a short break i'll be right back with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold 